What is going on, lads? It is the Midnight Kid. We're back with episode six of the Pez Universe podcast. My partner in crime, Weza, is back from the spa. He had a bit of a, a bit of a relaxation week last week. He was getting a bit too under pressure with the podcast, so he had to get away for a week. He's back. What is up, Weza? <laughs> I'm not too bad, Baz. I'm not too bad. I was getting, I was getting meat sweats from a pizza. That's, what it was. <laughs> that's, that's all it was. I was just getting the meat sweats. I was like, I, I can't deal with this. I need a week off. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, it is. It's a, it's a big platform to be on, I suppose. You know, so ah, the pressure, in, pressure just makes pressure. me crack. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So last week we had on Seppo, who was our first guest on the show, and this week, well, last week I suppose just to recap you, we were talking about my club, we were talking about online and all that sort of stuff. This week we have our second guest on, absolutely delighted to announce that Shales is on. A lot of people will know know him from his classic stuff. He's probably got one of the best Pez retro collections I've ever seen. I'm jealous of it. Um, so yeah, I'll introduce you, man. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you doing tonight? So Shales, obviously, we're going to get straight into this now. I never, I, I'm not even going to let you like settle into the podcast. I never do. Oh, come on, Barry. No, I'm, nice not. I'm just going to go straight in and put him on the spot, obviously. Go I'm for it. Feel go for it. I'm ready. So, I want to know for you, right? Last week yeah. we had Seppo on, and it's been a big team of the, the podcast, I suppose, just to crack on with this, where we kind of, I suppose, ways it would be fair to say we've talked a lot about my club. Uh, yeah. Over the yeah, past be four very, or five very, episodes. very fair. And every, every week, all the feedback is like, yeah, but what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And it's usually my club. So, obviously, Shales, you're not a massive online player. Like, you usually Correct. play Master League. You've, you know, you're obviously, I've known you a while. And you usually are a massive fan of, of Master League and, and that and Classic Pez. Yeah. Can I just ask you straight away for people, and this will probably resonate with a lot of old-time gamers, not calling you old or anything, but sure. <laughs> why don't you play my club? Like, what is it about my club that doesn't do it for you? Um, currently, two things, and that's it comes down to the, the content. It's just not enough to to keep me engaged and also just general the online experience um i think a lot of it comes down as to that uh i don't get an awful lot of game time these days and if i put on the the, the playstation and, and, and fire up pez i think i've got you know maybe an hour of gameplay and mm. i think i can't go through with the risk of you know the the the, the cheats the the, the style of play um it kind of just puts me off it, that's that's really what puts me off my club at the moment i just if i had a lot more time i could probably sit through it knowing that i could you know maybe get uh, three good games out of five but um there's just not enough content there for me um and just the general experience i mean with you know basically servers included and 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 general online behavior let's say you're not getting anything out of the experience, really, compared to playing offline. That's yeah, that's that, that's right. I mean, I'm not expecting to be the best player. Far from it, you know. I, uh, for one, I'm just you know, bang average anyway. But I would say, I don't put the, I can't put the time into it to to become that good. And there's just with how my my club is at the moment. You know, you you guys have mentioned it before in in previous episodes. With you know, you got things like the white benching. If I wanted to play like a like a, a, a lower ranked team mm. um i get i i do get more enjoyment out of that um i think it just gets a bit samey if if you're on the if you're on the the full strength teams um and you know so you got you got the white benching going on you've got the uh what i've just learned recently the the near post corner glitch oh, if yeah. you can call it a glitch yeah. um which I didn't know that was a thing until i heard you guys talking about it i just mm. thought well, i was playing with some one guy once he was constantly just hitting the guy at the near post. I was thinking, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> it on. But yeah, so, sorry, it sorry that we, uh, we we exposed you to the Matrix. I'm really yeah. sorry that we did that. <laughs> that's, that's fine. But he, he kept knocking on. He always had like a uh, like a wrecking ball coming in at the far post, just just knocking everything in. And uh, I just thought, yeah, fair enough. You know, I like I said, I know I'm not going to be the best player, but just just I'm okay with taking defeats, but I just don't like it when it's when you feel. You know, I'm not really losing fairly here. There's, mm. there's, you know, something else interfering here. So that's that's my frustrations at, at the moment. But what I will say is, when when my club first launched, I was, um, I was put off by the idea of it at first, considering you know it was it was they introduced the micro uh, the micro transactions. But I, I gave it a go. Mm. You know, I'm 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 a fan of Pez, as you know. So I thought, right, let's let's see where 
where Konami are taking this. So I invested quite a lot of time in, in the first two years of my club. Um, I think also as well, and I've heard you guys talk about how, you know, you're actually happy with the, with the sort of progression um, that, that, that we've seen in my club. But uh, for me as a sort of casual, so let's say a casual my club, my club player, I'm not seeing personally that much improvements each year. Um, not for so, not for to to sort of drag in a like an extremely casual uh, player like me. Yeah. It's just there's just not enough there. Whether it's being the the sort of the one-off games as as the as a as, as the weekly challenge or anything like that. There's just mm. there's just not enough for me. So uh, I think that's kind of where I, I think, stand at my club at the moment. I think for I think for for for, for me in terms of obviously picking up on what Charles points there, it, it's it's the consistency of, of the content as well. Like it, to, to yeah. kind of give kind of some light and shade to, to, to this. It's, you know, the last couple of weeks of my club's content has been great. There's been daily lock-ins. There's been competitions that have run during the week. There's been, I think the co-op challenge oh, now has yeah, been like been for great. three weeks. Yeah. So yeah. that's great, but that's three weeks out of the year and it's towards the, the, the end of the life cycle. Kind of dials back to the point that we made. I can't remember what episode it is. Um, Baz, but the uh, the point we made about you know once you've got your game you know you, once you've got your game you want the content to be you want you ideally want to front load that content yeah. rather than back load it yeah. you yeah. don't want it all coming at the end because your player base will go oh, actually the content's not been here for a while ah do you know what I'll just go and play somewhere else and by mm-hmm. the time the content is there everyone goes oh well I've already like you know I've already deleted the game or I've already done, you know, X, Y, and Z with it, or I'm going playing other games, you know, you know, Red Dead came out this year. Uh, Destiny two came out this year. There's, there's loads of games that come out, you know, Resident Evil, uh, Mortal Kombat, you know, all those different games are now coming out and everyone's like, actually, we've just got other things to do. Yeah. And, and, and to pick up on Charles point to kind of pull somebody in who is, you know, by and large, an extremely casual player, I, can, I totally get Charles's point, is that you haven't got enough to draw them in on a consistent basis. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's it's kind of, and I think it's fair enough to say that oh, me and you, Wes, are very different in what we enjoy in our online or what you have enjoyed. I know you've had, you've had a couple of like, even from the start of this podcast series, you've kind of gone through a bit of a transition from enjoying mm. it to not enjoying it to then enjoying it for a week or two and then yeah. blowing off it again and going to different games and we're actually going to get into talking about some different games later on the podcast and stuff like that but my enjoyment is is kind of in co-op and then yours is kind of in playing 1v1 and streaming and stuff but mm-hmm. i think what we both have in common is the kind of the grind of my club i think once the grind of my club hooks you i think that's what it is that keeps you playing the kind of there isn't a well at least for me there isn't a like a oh i need to play one more game or two more games where it's kind of like on edge of the seat you know really enjoying the gameplay but yeah especially for me with co-op if i lose a game i want to get straight back on and and win or if i win a game i want to keep winning you know it's kind of it's kind of that grind aspect um yeah that's for me and i think that that is something i suppose for you shales that you would have had in like classic Master League campaigns, like going back a couple of years, where it was like yeah, sure. staying up till two, three o'clock in the morning. One more game, yeah. one more game. I'll I'll get it in. You know, like, I don't need sleep. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, is that like even to ask you, Wes? Do you think that that's? Do you think is that accurate? Like to say that that most people still play in my club now, even if they complain about it, it is kind of the grind of. It's kind of like a love hate relationship where it's like. I don't want to play it sometimes, but I'm still finding myself turning on every evening and playing three, four games in my club. Well, I, I put it out at the weekend. I, I put out a kind of a tweet about my, my stream, and I basically was just like, yeah, welcome to the, the Jekyll and Hyde show. Because mm. it, it literally is is that with, with pairs, especially online at the moment, you know, uh, it, it is so Jekyll and Hyde. Like one day you'll boot it up and it'll be like, ah, actually, I'm pancaking everybody, four, five nil. It's all working the way I want it to. Everything's working great. And then there's just the other side of the fence where you come on and the servers aren't right or the connections are off or your player's AI is behaving weirdly or something that just offsets you. Um, For me now, my coping mechanism, uh, and obviously we'll go on to it later, but my coping mechanism now is Mortal Kombat 11 Mm because I can just go on there 
and you know Johnny Cage uppercuts someone to death and <laughs> and I can get out my frustrations with the game yeah. you know because I can go actually there's a game I really enjoy I think I had five games at the weekend lost all five on stream was not enjoying it I went you know what guys I'm going to turn this off now uh, and I if you go back you know seven eight months or you know 12 months 18 months I, you'd never really see me do that. I'd probably try and work through it. And now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to actually subject myself to this because yeah. it almost feels like I'm punishing myself yeah. for the fact that I want to play a football game. The fatigue you know? kind of sets in after a while. Like it's it's like May now, and we're probably going to have news on PES 2020 within the next yeah. three podcasts. So like our four podcasts, and then obviously like E3 is around the corner as well. It's it's going to kick on um, with that. So the fatigue is definitely is definitely there for this year especially online uh, because i think as you've you've both said there isn't enough to do to kind of want you you know to warrant you logging in like you log in you get your bonus great but it's like the bonuses that you're being rewarded are all for grinding purposes where it's like oh you're going to be opening more balls which don't really i don't know they're not it's not really a challenge like the new the balls once you have a pretty stacked team you don't really need the other players it's more kind of like a it's like collecting you know the stickers when you were younger it's like oh i want yeah, this player on my team. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like that it's like you don't actually need them but you're still going to buy a couple of packs to finish off if you have you know if you want to get ronaldinho or you want to get somebody that you like playing with or you potentially could like playing with um you know and and that's that's kind of always something that ties into the way that the, the mode has developed over the last couple of years um but Shales, just for you, like, obviously it's it's kind of, do you find that you've been left behind in a way with, like, are you getting more enjoyment out of, for people, I suppose, that don't follow you on Twitter, um, you know, you have a massive collection of Pez and yeah. last week or two weeks ago, I don't know what episode it was, you know, we're, we're going to be launching um, this kind of classic corner on the, yeah. on the site or whatever, and you've been helping me i suppose and sending me some clips and yeah i've been watching all the clips and stuff and it's like it just looks like you're enjoying actually playing the game and it looks enjoyable and yeah you, you find it, you've been left behind with the kind of current movement with with my club and stuff yeah yeah i would i would say so i mean it's especially with how you know we've seen it in the last three four years that you know, master league and and become a legend just just hasn't been hasn't hasn't really been touched. There's been mm. the odd menu change, and and by that I mean they just literally change the position on the on on the buttons. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's with you know quite rightly my my club is, is their mode, and like I said, I got nothing against my club, but it's just you know almost like begging Konami, just don't forget you know don't forget the roots. Because yep. it it was Master League, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, I'm sure we can, with the last couple of years, you know, have been pretty successful for 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 Konami. So surely it's it's now time to 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 see a bit of development and investment in into Master League, because um, it is long overdue, let's say. And yes, and go, sorry, but Barry, go back to your point. Um, yeah, I have been enjoying the old games. This uh, it's. Bit like a time machine in in many ways, just firing on a game, and it it almost takes me right back to when, uh, you know, to when these first games came into my life, and and we we start with the uh, we start with the SNES. That's how far back it went, and it was. Um, I ju- I just remember when when a buddy of mine came into school and he said, "I've got this new footy footy game," and it was like, "Well, you know, what is this? This uh, this this ain't FIFA because you know mm. FIFA was FIFA was the game back then. We're, mm. we're going back to sort of 94, 95, 1994 that is. Um, <laughs> uh, and it was like, well, you know, what's this? You know, this this uh, this is completely different. Um, in honor, literally, as soon as it was fired up, it was like, well, okay, this is different. This isn't trying to be FIFA. It had that like arcadey look that you you'd go into the arcades and you'd see these these big football games. You know these big bright colors big sprites on the screen and it was it had the uh it had the it had a lot of personality let's say you know they had they they captured players like valderama they gave him his his sort of signature hairstyle mm. um uh you know baggio or, or, or galfano as 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 he's well known that ponytail um, yeah it's, ponytail. it's just it's just it was just something different and football games weren't doing that 
at that time it was it was probably one of the first you know to to start going in, into that like individual likenesses to 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 really like you know represent the game uh the game and the players like so accurately and it was you could just see what they're trying to do and even i think it was the first time really you you start contesting headers in in the air um you had that and like no other football game was doing that and it was uh like i said you know it took me right back and i just remember that the whole journey of 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 playing and and each one i'm going through is is just take me back to uh the younger days of my life and it was uh it's it's been pretty good so far and uh you know, I've got many more games to get through yet. So, uh, <laughs> it's a nice journey to go just, on. Just, yeah, it is. Yeah, just, just, just need to find the time to to yeah. uh, get to get get through them all. The biggest enemy of us all when we get older, it's time. Oh, that's we it. Don't have time that's to it. Do anything, it's like no. Ah. It's time and re- time and responsibilities, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. It's time and responsibilities. <laughs> it's like when that's you're right. younger, you come home from school, and it's like. Uh, you just have like about three hours where you could just play and then it's like four hours five hours and then ah now it's like oh if i get an hour here i get an hour there like you know that is it um so it is tough i think that that's a large part as well kind of taking it in a different direction with this one but it is a large part i think of the of the kind of current landscape of pez because i think even though they've got got a lot of new and you can disagree with me on this if you if you disagree in it but I think Konami have got a lot of new customers. They've got a, a new fan base, and they've restructured the type of player that they want to have to come on. And I'm not going to say that it's like a casual player or whatever, um, but they have opened it up for with my club. It has opened it up for somebody that would have been, you know, a big fan of Ultimate Team or whatever. Where yeah. you come in and you have the collecting of the players, you have the featured players and all that, and the 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 nice shiny stuff that you can get um the legends obviously is a huge one but i think that the roots of pez i think why we see a lot of i uh, i won't say like discontent or whatever but a lot of people that are vocal about the about the the current direction of pez or whatever or have been for the last few years there there is an older kind of fan base at the the root of the pez community is that fair to say yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think I think there's a there's a there's an older route to, or there's an older there's an older demographic there. I think as I, as I've said kind of before, Konami are really running the risk of kind of alienating said, you know, said age group or or the kind of the the aspect of that. Yeah. But let's not forget as well, Master League is huge in like South America. Yeah. There's a ton of players. That in in places where internet is not great, mm. I'm not saying South America is that for anybody who thinks, yeah. oh my god, where's this slate in Brazil? Yeah, uh, throwing <laughs> yourself under the bus here. Yeah, <laughs> but there's 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 loads of places where you know in you know online play isn't necessarily what people go for. It's actually offline is where they they're actually way more comfortable. Yeah, and I think you know it, it, Konami and Pez itself, they just need to be very careful that they don't alienate that that demographic because. Mm. As Charles pointed out earlier, my club, uh, sorry, uh, Masterly's gone kind of virtually untouched bar a couple of really like aesthetic changes. You know, uh, I know that there was kind of the the International Champions Cup, which everybody kind of lauded up last year, which a great again from a licensing standpoint, great addition. But then when you've got like you fire up a Master League and you go, oh hey, I'm playing with Burnley, but I'm also in the International Champions Cup. Mm. Yeah, you know, kind of just breaks the immersion completely. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and I think that you know it, that's what Master League is and should be. There should be a level of immersion there, where yeah, back in the day you could go and build a super team, which you know you you probably never think would be kind of possible. You could go and get you know yeah stupid players into like clubs. For example, I remember signing Zidane for Villa, mm. like you know because but all because I had the the the, the kind of the, the the room to do it or the yeah. points to do it. Whereas now I think Master League is trying now to be more of a career mode, but it, it's kind of caught in a halfway house yeah. where unrealistic stuff happens, but it's also trying to be a realistic game mode. And I, they need to either go one way or the other with yeah. it. Uh, obviously, with we need to agree with that. They're flirting with the direction of, do we go back? Well, they did this year. They kind of flirted with the idea of, are we going to go like back to the kind of... I won't say child, not childish, but I suppose the Pez charm, like the classic Pez charm uh, yeah. of Master League before, where you know you you had you had like the most realistic ball physics, 
ever in a football game at the time and you also had penguin suits that you could unlock in the pet shop. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was just you've the, got the lots of raptors the, running around. That yeah. was that was the the charm that Konami had back in the days with the with pez that made it stand out where it was just a little bit off the wall but behind the yeah. scenes it was like an absolutely brilliant, you know, game at the core yeah. at the core level. Whereas I think they need to decide Wes, I agree with you. They need to decide okay, if we're going to be going like hardcore simulation where everything makes sense and there's no room for that then they can't flirt with having stupid stuff in the game. Um, yeah, I I don't want to be seeing Mo Salah sign for Man United. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't I don't want to see Marcus Rashford signing for Man City. Yeah. You know, I remember I remember playtesting uh, or just when when the transfer thing became a, 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 a kind of an obvious thing. I think it might have been last year. I think when I went and tested it kind of properly. Uh, I think it was last year. I think last year was still the the season that Walcott was playing for Arsenal. Or it might have been the season before. before but I remember yeah, playing it 17. and it was like, oh, I'll boot it up with Spurs and then I can sign Theo Walker after he's given them the, the 2-0 and getting pennies like thrown off him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I can still sign him though. Yeah. Like They don't hate him that much. And I'm just like, there needs to be some some type yeah. of realism here yeah. because it's, you know, being caught, you know, even on, even on you know, on the enemy game of FIFA, because I call it the enemy game because a lot of our listeners are like, you can't mention FIFA. <laughs> but like, even when you look at FIFA, like you'll still get like, oh, you've met his release clause, but he actually doesn't want to come to you because you're a rival club. Yeah. Like that type of stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, which which I'm I'm all for because it's it's a level of oh, actually, the club aren't going to sell to a rival club. You know, Messi's not going to go to Real Madrid because it's quite clearly a rival club. Mm. You know, they, they take that into an account. Whereas, like I said, I think it's a case of if you can afford them on pairs, yeah, they'll come to you. I um, think that's because just the, the the limita- not the limitations, but the, it's just that the the basic infrastructure that they have for a master league is it's it's not A B C and D. It's basically A and B. If you have the money, you can buy him. Like there's no other factor that's determining whether or not Messi is going to go to Real Madrid, even though he never ever would. If Madrid have the money and you're playing as Madrid, you're going to come in and say, well, I can buy Messi because I can meet the release clause. I can offer him whatever he wants. There's no other factor being pulled into that algorithm, I suppose. So the game doesn't register it as a flaw. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, Shales, what's, yeah. what's been your experience of, of, of Master League this year in terms of how much have you played? And obviously, I know uh, you mentioned about having limited time, but. Yeah, no. Um, as always, I I give it a good go right at the beginning of the game's release. And um, I've done about a season and a half, if, if I'm honest. And that's. Mm. One, the, probably if if I have to say one thing that really puts me off about Master League, and that's the, uh, it was coming to the end of the season. I'm going to check my youth team, and there I've got a 16 year old Murtasaka waiting for me, and it's uh, <laughs> that's 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 the one that's the one put off because I could I could play Master League and do season after season if we were getting just random players, just give us you know new gens or or even a a regen, uh, you know, if we're using the proper term, and that's like uh, how some of the old sort of football managers have done it. Yeah, they kind of had the same player coming back in, but he's got a completely different name. Mm. Um, they might have to randomise the, the the appearance, obviously, but you know, I would, I would, I would, I would take that in a heartbeat, just just so I can have the, the longevity in a master league game. I kind of want to have some unknown going into the future because the problem with 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 Pez and sort of master league and you know how good everyone is, so there's 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 no there's not that gamble aspect to it. It's that you know how good the player is. You go into the exhibition mode and and you know and play um, which whichever teams you want, and you can you, you can you can see their overall rating. So I mean, there's 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 nothing disguised in it, which which is obviously fine. But uh, if you had these random players coming in, you you just you've got that unknown, and it's it it would then make the game a bit more challenging going forward because. Mm. What I found in Master League is once once you start winning the league and getting on top, you stay there. There's kind of no challenge. Yeah, um, all fall away like the other teams. That's that's right, and you can you then get the the uh, the monopoly. Then you can just sign whoever you want um, if if you wanted to do that. And so it's yeah, it's we need those we need that youth team. We need those pro- proper youth teams. And I mean, you probably have to go back to. I think some of the latter games in the in the Xbox 360 PS3 era, where you had 
like it was it was pretty basic still but you could actually upgrade your youth development mm. by changing changing the budget yeah, um, right. allowance so you, you could pump a little bit more money in all that done is gave you um a better uh, i guess a better chance of getting a, a regen Zidane or something like that but i mean it was it still had that you know you, you still had something there to 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 kind of play around with with mm. investment into the club but uh we just just want for me it's if i had to say the one thing that would, that would keep me that would keep me playing season after season it would be let's just have some some random and a bit of variety in the games in in the seasons going forward well that's that's i mean to, it's funny that you mentioned football manager because my, my my brother and, and i obviously play uh, I say obviously, people wouldn't know this, but I do play football manager on the side. Yeah. And the amount of times I get text messages from going, I'm eight seasons into an Inter Milan save, and I've just picked up this 16 year old kid called Leandro, and he's got 20 heading. Like, and I'll yeah. see stats, and I'll be like, who, who is that actually? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know who it's meant to be, but he's class. And I'm like, great, that's wicked. Whereas, like you say, if you're looking into your youth team and you see a 16 year old Murtasaki, you're hardly going to be inspired, shall we say, to. <laughs> continue yeah, trying to exactly yeah. exactly and um i i i think as well is it's i don't know you, you ask another person and they would want to see a a 16 year old ronaldo you know yeah to, to do another career with 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 ronaldo and i kind of get that so i think maybe the konami if they did consider something then that's an option at the start of the game you choose whether you want yeah. um you know new gens or or, or, or regens or anything yeah. like that but like 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 you were saying, Weser, it's that it's that excitement of getting this of getting a unique player that's not on anyone else's game. Yeah. Um and that to me that that sounds great. I mean for having a say a YouTube series or something and you've got this this absolute god in your team or this or this <laughs> yeah. unreal wonder kid that, that you know is going to be unique to your to your master league, to to your um you know, to your YouTube series or 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 whatever. And I to me, that 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 sounds fantastic, but uh, I just hope that um, Konami are on the same page with that. Yeah, they just need to offer the option to do it because I think for a while Konami have got by with you know asking for feedback, and everyone is going to have different feedback. Like that's yeah. that's a big thing I've seen in the last two to three years, where even over at E three last year, I was sitting down. I literally the first day I went to E three, I literally just sat down and played like as many games as I possibly could but like I was just playing a load of different lads like some guys I knew obviously from the community other guys were yeah. just randoms coming in and I wasn't even talking to them I was just playing them because a lot of yeah. them didn't even you know speak English or whatever um, and like I you know I, I, I won some games I lost some games but the amount of different people that were filling out different feedback you know, every like nearly every second person that sat down had something different to say about it mm. like it was like I'm not talking about the pace of the game or the shooting or the passing or anything like that. It was like, you know, do you want the nets to be more springy or whatever? Like one person would say, yeah. The other person would say, no. Then another person would say, oh, they're too springy. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> and I think Konami have got by with that for a while where I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing from them trying to do it. But I think the easiest option and the, the best way to, to just have a coverall for is to just like give people the option themselves to do it. So it's like, okay, yep. the pass accuracy, straight away with Master League, you want to have a hardcore Master League, you might say Master League is never going to go back to being like a hardcore simulation where every player in your team and their role, like whether they're, you know, you're not going to be playing Messi centre midfield like you can just because he's fast online. It's like, yeah. okay, if you're going to be playing Messi centre midfield or centre back, the other team's going to target his lack of height or his lack of physicality. So yeah. you can just say, right, in my sentence, instead of just having a superstar difficulty or legend difficulty, give me a slider or some sort of pass completion or, you know, give me a slider where it says, okay, if I'm playing against a lower rated team, they're going to have a, ba you know, they're not going to be able to pass the ball around and you can switch the slider on and off as much or as little as you want. Um, and I know FIFA has sliders and all that and it's, I don't, I don't think that they even need to go in that, like in depth with it, but if oh, it's yeah. just a thing where if they hand the control over to people, you can create your own offline experience where yeah. you don't need to feel like you're be shoehorned into playing on legend difficulty because you want to challenge. But then in legend difficulty against Barca and the top teams, you can go the whole game without touching the ball because the computer just like literally passes the ball around you and yeah. scores when they want. Um, that would be 
my thing there. I don't know, Wes, if you want to jump was, in there. I was just about to say, maybe maybe to, to obviously not go maybe necessarily uh, the kind of the slider side, but if you, you're going to fit in with the whole, well, we've got a legend or we've got a legend difficulty or we've got a super sad difficulty, just have one that's just labelled realistic. Mm. Just literally have it as realistic and then that basically, instead of like the, the little text at the bottom can just read your difficulty with your difficulty will be, or the difficulty of each team will be based on the uh, overalls of the team, or overall, you know, the the star ratings, or you know, whatever of the team. Mm. And at least that way, then you can go, oh, okay. Well, if I'm playing against, uh, I don't know, if I'm playing against Preston North End, it's like, oh, actually, I, I can kind of steamroll them. But like, come up against Juventus and Ronaldo's on form, it's like, oh, okay, this is a bit of a struggle. Mm. Like the the you know, a little bit of balance here and there, because you don't want. Preston to play like Barcelona, yeah. but you don't want Barcelona to play like Preston. Yeah. Like that's 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 yeah. that's probably probably a, 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 yeah, yeah. It's even more important is to make sure that not every team is playing the same because you know I, I know I don't play a lot of offline, but what I have played, especially on you know higher difficulties, it's a lot of you know we'll get it to the wing and we'll low cross it in and 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 that seems to be the AI going forward. I mean, the, well, the pass um, completion of most of the AI teams is still pretty high. Um, like it has improved over the last couple of months since the game came out but in terms of like playing against the AI and stuff it is a similar experience no matter what team it's just obviously dictated that if somebody has Messi in their team or Ronaldo it's going to be you know if they get a one on one it's going to be a goal compared to somebody that's like 70 rated striker or whatever but you'll still get the same chances and they'll still rip you apart the same way which is as you say down like local crosses is a big one offline that's kind of yeah. when I'm playing my brother offline we literally like if he does a low cross on me he's getting a box like because we say it before <laughs> we say it before we play a best of three or whatever I'm like don't low cross it now I swear like or I'll be tick and we actually we don't low cross it and we don't dummy it around the keeper there are two rules that we don't do um, anything else is fair game so as long as I've been in this community I've known you as like the retro Pez guy like you love your retro Pez you love your default players and Castolo and all those boys oh yeah and like, yeah. I'm I'm the same like I love Master League that was what my bread and butter was when I started out in the community as my YouTube yeah. series and stuff it was always you know Steen and Harty and all those boys yeah. and it was like that is what Pez is to me even though my club has caught my attention now and co-op especially co-op is my big thing um, yeah but I do agree with you. Like I always, I always love chatting to you about Master League and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that it, it, it's it's like no matter what happens, it's always going to have a special place in anybody that played Master League. And it, when if Master League clicked for you, and I see even like people nowadays that are like you know thirty, forty plus that were like, oh, I still remember a save file that I had in Master League back in PES two or three. <laughs> and it's like yeah. I don't know any other game like that apart from the obvious. Oh, I remember playing. Like it's it's like Master League is a game mode. It's not an actual game. Like it's one thing for somebody to say, "Oh, I have fond memories of Resident Evil 2 when it first came out, or Metal Gear Solid One when it came out, or I don't know what else, Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario World Three or whatever." But it's like Master League is an actual game mode. So yeah. not, some people some people don't even remember what Pez it was that they enjoyed their Master League in. It's just like it's always Master League. It's not even Pez Two or Three or Four. It's like, oh, I remember Master League where I had. Shevchenko up front and Pato and you know it's it's kind of mad yeah so yeah no, so I'll, I'll always personally remember one it must have been it was Pez 5 or Pez 6 and I think I had a, a, a young Rooney and a young Podolsky was, was was my was my strike force and there was so much power in them and just just developing them because you know, I think they're about I think Rooney might have been about 19 and maybe Podolsky 20 or something like that but yeah. to, to, to to develop them and just hearing that um, that satisfying uh, noise that used to make when the uh, when the when the stats went up post game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was it. Was just that was just great hearing those go up. But uh, yeah, it was just that. You know, it, it was all about the grind because obviously you had to um, you kind of had to ditch the defaults as, as quickly as possible. But uh, you know, it was it was it was always the battle and it was always. You know, like you were saying earlier, it was always that one more game. Um, because uh, I hope you, you know, never you... ditch Steen now. <laughs> no. okay. um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it was always um, my last to go. Was always 
uh, Espimas, I think, oh, because uh, yeah. I just loved his pace. He was such an outlet on the right, and he had a he had a bit of a shot on him, which is always underrated. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it was funnily enough, it was always uh, it was probably always Costolo that got replaced first. To be honest, because yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you just needed you, you could get the most money for him. <laughs> yeah, you could. And you just needed someone to hit the back of the net because. Uh, there was times where he was literally missing open goals, but yeah. uh... <laughs> he was an enigma of a player. I think Castolo. He he never clicked for me. Like I could never. Some people swear by him, but I just I could never. I think I always sold him. I don't think I ever play. I ever actually had him for more than a season. Like in any place, no. Which is it. crazy. Some people have him, a, like sixteen year old. There's an old. There's an old pez that I'm thinking of, and I think it was the. I think it was ISS Pro Evolution Soccer, or it might have been ISS Pro Evolution. And I remember there being a, and I might be having Mandela Mandela effect memory here, but I'm sure there was a player that had red boots. And his name was De Silva. Silva. And I think it, I'm remembering that. That right. was the that was the the first. Um, you mean the first Master League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Evo. Yeah, there was there was like De Silva, and there was a striker De Silva. called Kitty as well. I think that's yeah. what called. Yeah, yeah. De Silva, De Silva was the only player in the game to have like red, <laughs> red boots. boots. Yeah. I remember yeah. them big red boots. See, I'm talking to the right person. You've got yeah, the right Shales, person on there Shales who can yeah. fact check. He's yeah. fact check. He's literally. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a solid piece of piece of piece of adv- our knowledge there now, Shells. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have known his name. I remember the guy with the white boots um, mm-hmm. and the red boots, but I don't know. I, it was Castola with the white boots. I think one year, hadn't he? I think one year he did. Yeah, yeah I think he did. I remember yeah. that, but oh. I didn't. I didn't remember who the guy was with the red boots. Now. <laughs> That's impressive. That's impressive. I'll get you some screenshots of those of those true Red OG boots. guys who are on the who are on the first uh, the yeah. first ever master leagues. Yeah, we'll yeah. That'll bring get a poster done out for you, Wes. Just the boots, that, not the player. Bring just the boots. <laughs> that'll bring me back. That'll bring memories back. That will. I'll Pix- tell you now. Pixelated that to hell when you blow them up. <laughs> oh crikey! Yeah, you'll have to squint and like hit There's... yourself on the head with a hammer before you look at it. It's is... <laughs> so pixelated now. Right now, I'm looking at a screen of. Um... I was playing a bit of Pez Two on the on the PS One before we before we hooked up, and the poor screen I've got in front of me is so pixelated on a on a big TV. It's yeah. just I swear it wasn't ever this bad, but uh, they don't hold still... up with the current <laughs> technology at all. They're, they're grand on a normal like you know I call them a fat TV, but it, like a, yeah. tube, a tube TV, they're actually quite quite decent. Like yeah, they are. Um, the wide screens, they're not at all. No, so I've bought so many gadgets over the last month or so to try and get a decent picture on a modern TV, um, especially for for game capture purposes as well. Yeah. Because uh, it just it loses so much quality as soon as it starts going into. Uh, I think for for for, for PS One, it could only properly handle just a um, a red, white, and yellow output the yeah. AV, and yeah. it's it's so it's so poor when you get it into it into a into a capture card, but. Uh, I've I've been investing. I'm I'm, I'm taking this uh, classic corner seriously. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to get you some some top quality footage, or at least the best I can get. Anyway. Yeah, well, it's been great so far. Anyway, I've been I've been enjoying it. Just watching it back. What's What's your favourite Pez shells actually? Um. Overall, like forget like even Mass League or whatever, like just overall. I know it's probably a predictable one, but it is probably. It's always a toss-up between between five and six, yeah. but I think I, I think six edges it. That's uh, only because um, I don't know. I think five with uh, yeah, five is my with, favorite. With, right, so. Yeah, um, it is tough, Slightly. but I think five. There was the fouls were pretty extreme on five when 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 you play offline, you're getting hacked down literally yeah, every every ten that, fifteen yeah, seconds. So that was that was a bit tough, but I think just the. The period in my life when six was out was 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 fantastic. I think it was the the, the final year when I when I had like um, like no responsibilities. So <laughs> my, my my mates and I, I kid you not, were playing so much Pez Six that you know we were hosting just you know obviously offline, but offline tournaments where we were yeah. having like twenty people in people's houses coming over, and it was like a like basically an all day drinking session um, coupled in with a with an all day uh, Pez tournament and they used to go on for you know literally hours we'd have like two two TVs in in in, in the front room we had you know like two groups yeah. of 10 it was you know monster days and uh so I think around about just like I was saying before like the like all these playing these all games is kind of like a time machine but mm. just 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 that period of my life was 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 great you know because 
<laughs> just not not doing much else apart from you know going out drinking with the guys and just 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 Big playing days. so much playing so much we would I kid, kid you not we would play hungover on a Saturday it would be it'd be start Pez around about say 11 in 11 in the morning and we'd still be on it playing playing 2v2 or whatever passing the pads around the room non-stop and you're itching when the when your go come around again because you, you you know it was it was always winner stays on obviously and it was yeah, <laughs> you always wanted that pad and it was yeah so I think I think six you know for for gameplay and memories I think that probably takes it but yeah. um there's there's been a few there's been a few um you know good notable ones since then I think I was I was really fond of Pez 13 I thought that was that was that was fantastic um no, that was the second to last one on 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 the 360 um but uh I I really liked um um uh, Pez 2017 I thought that was that was that was really good but yeah. still I think I think 6 was just I think considering you know what the competition was at the time that was yeah. really miles ahead of, it, of of everything and it was you know just such an iconic game yeah i think i think that kind of that kind of era of football games that that kind of it it, it really it really pushed each company really and i yeah. think because we're kind of in the kind of a duopoly kind of stance now where it's either pez or it's fifa you yeah. know a lot, a lot of people forget about this is football and how good this is football was. Yeah. Like you can give me, you know, you can give me countless hours of me like, and again, this is a this is football segue. But uh, there's countless hours of playing like the um, it was like the schoolyard mode where yeah. like you could just play on like grassy pitches or like kind of like sodden pitches, and it would just be literal goalposts. There wouldn't even be nets; there'd just be goalposts because yeah. it was, that's mm-hmm. how kind of they they ingratiate that kind of mode into things. And, you know, when we talk about new game modes, when we talk about kind of including different things that, you know, you know, that games do, like, yeah. you know, the the, fi- the five-a-side mode in, I think it was FIFA 96 or FIFA Seven, 97. Think, yeah, FIFA, like, FIFA 97. 97. It's like, nobody's tried that since. Yeah, nobody's tried like an indoor, like, five-a-side mode. Yeah. You know, apart from maybe FIFA, FIFA Street, Street. But yeah. again, that that's, a, you know... A, you can you can look at FIFA and FIFA Street and call it not a real FIFA, mm. but like there wasn't anything that really they've kind of gone. Ah, oh, well, there's actually this bonus mode where actually you can, you know, it, it would have been kind of pretty good placement if there was still the pest shop about where they yeah. could go. Actually, there's a there's an indoor five-a-side mode you can unlock where you can go and you know start playing that, mm. you know, the, or or just little little additional things that they could do. But as we pointed out earlier. If, you know, the feedback is is to go in multiple different directions at once. I suppose Konami a little bit kind of, where do we go with it? You know, we we saw it from the poll, um, uh, Baz, where we had the, you know, is it white benching or is it uh, versus the comp? And some people are like, well, can we just remove my club altogether? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay, well that wasn't an opinion that I thought existed, but clearly it does exist somewhere. Yeah, you know, and it's like, you, you don't really know where to tap in. To everybody, yeah. you know, you, even even I'm sure you'll probably see it from the Pez Universe account. You'll probably have tweets daily from multiple different directions, from multiple different opinion points, and even from our stance, we probably kind of go, well, "What do we actually process here? Yeah. Like, what what where, where is the where is the feeling within the community?" And I suppose, you know, to kind of tie it all together in terms of feedback, it's a case of trying to get all that information in, kind of before it gets to Konami, because I'm not saying Konami can't do that, but it seems to be, I would rather let Konami do the whole, let's get the game, you know, let's let's process this information once it gets to us, Yeah. you know, yeah. and I think if the community works within that system where the community kind of pulls all that information into one part, you know, and then they can fire it off in whatever direction they want to go, and hopefully we might see some improvements coming down the pike, but I think at the moment, I think because there's such wildly different opinions on where the game needs to go from multiple different sections i think they're kind of stuck uh and and you know that might sound like me trying to make an excuse for konami but you know if you're you're going to be realistic about you have to be realistic about it some people don't like hearing the realistic approach of what you're saying like and they're like oh you're just saying that because of a b or c like whatever reason and they want to give like you're what you're saying is actually like right on the on the money you know so yeah, because if you're running a company and you go right, 
how do I build? Let's just. I'm just going to use what's in front of me. You just go. I've got this desk. How do I build it? Oh, okay. Well, Barry says that I need to follow instructions. Shell says that actually you don't need instructions. And then I go to, you know, I go to Lazar, and Lazar goes, no, actually you, you can kind of use both. So you've got three different opinions. Then mm-hmm. whose whose opinion do you go with? Yeah. You're going to push at least two people off because you're going to yeah. take one opinion, and that's it. You know, it's it's a tough spot. It's impossible. It is a tough spot, especially you know, again to go back to the whole. Uh, kind of uh, instant gratification point that I made uh, I think a couple of podcasts ago because people want that right now if it's not put in right now you'll just get pelters of why is this not in right now yeah. you, you know it's a small point like, that's that's definitely that's definitely something that every game games company needs to do like you need mm-hmm. to pick your battles of what what is it like what like you have to back yourself I think Konami need to back themselves and say okay this is what's working and then concentrate on the stuff that isn't working and improve that rather than try and like perfect something that they have that's working fairly well um there yeah. is people out there that would like i have a 95 or 96 rated mbappe and i'm only scoring eight out of ten one-on-ones and it's like yeah but like you know do you want to score 10 out of 10 yeah i do want to score 10 out of 10 like that's that's what a lot of people <laughs> yeah. are like you need to pick your battles and it's like at the end of the day it is a game and even to tie this into real football like City are just after beating Leicester tonight at time of recording this like 1-0 if you were to take a if you were to bet if we were to start this podcast before and ask 100 people who would have scored you know a wonder strike winner like the winner that was there <laughs> yeah. like nobody would have probably guessed company it would have been like no. you know it probably would have been a really far like where, uh, yeah so, <laughs> it would have been it would, a lot of people would have gone it's, it's Aguero it's Bernardo Silva it's David Silva, yeah, Sterling, it's Sterling. Like, yeah, no one's going to go, nah, actually, we're just going to get like this Belgian centre-half that's just going to hit a pole driver. Especially uh, the goal that he got. Like, you know, if, he said, yeah. if you said, look, there's go- they're going to score from a header from a corner, you'd say, okay, maybe company would be an outside bet. But, you know, yeah. it's something like that where people need to pick their battles and say, what's not working? Let's fix that. Rather than, this is working, but, I don't know, like adding to it. Like a, a big just to give an example to what I'm saying here I suppose to tie it off like say the auction house in my club um, and that's kind of something like on the basis like that does work I don't think that they need to revisit that and try and make it more in depth or anything like that like if people want to use it they'll use it if they don't then just move on and concentrate on something else it's it's there and you don't need to go in too much in depth with it that would be my opinion could be wrong could be right feel free to weigh in I was going to say the comments will the comments will say that for you. Yeah, they always do. I'll be getting DMs as I as I say this. Uh, stressful, lads. But um, speaking of other games, just to kind of segue into that, I know you've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat, Wes. Oh I've yeah. Checked out. I've been lurking in your streams a little bit to see whether or not it looks like fighting games always frustrate me. But you look like you're having a bit of crack. Oh, uh, I am having an absolute blast with it. Not not only for the fact that. Nether Realm have made a brilliant game in terms of graphically, yeah, it it's unreal. awesome. It, like the, the nostalgic feel to the story mode, all you know, it, it kind of ties back into to what we always talk about in terms of PES, but yeah. the nostalgia feel is definitely here with it. I think the key thing for me, and again to loop again back into what we were talking about in PES, is the the lack of pushing of microtransactions. So in terms of your DLC, well, not your DLC, but your unlockable content. Yeah. Skins so, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So for example, like the um, the store itself, and I'm kind of looking at it right now, actually. So essentially, you've got a premium shop. You've got items that are open for so, so many hours in the day. Basically, you have, uh, they're called time crystals for, for this. It's 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 uh, my good coins, just to kind of tie it in for everybody. Okay. But what this thing does is rather than you having to put those coin or put those, you know, coins in, instead it actually go, I'm looking at Kotal Khan, for example, he's got a, a skin on at the moment, but it tells you that it can be found in the crypt. Now the crypt can you can unlock stuff using you know, you gather up fatalities, you gather up just getting time, so yeah. you can just gather up uh, currency in the game. Okay. And you can go and find it in the crypt, which is a separate kind of third person, go and unlock a load of treasures. I think that's brilliant mm. because it's it's it, all you're doing with it is it's just playing the game and being rewarded for spending time playing the playing game, game yeah. which it, kind like... of is really the point that we should have with 
with pairs, you know, you shouldn't have content locked behind a potential paywall. Mm. You know, you shouldn't have it where you can only go and get a legend if you go and buy coins. And I know they'll go, oh, well, you can spend 25k GP. Yeah. The the, the mechanisms in grinding GP have become far harder than they ever have been before. They've taken out cups, they've taken out competitions, they've taken stuff out to stop you from doing it. That might be a controversial opinion, and people may hate me for making that opinion, but that's the assumption that I'm making. Mm. I'm making the assumption that they're gearing it towards your microtransactions, which the shell kind of touched on earlier i don't like the way it's going yeah you know granted i put somebody into the game the other day but that was my choice to do that but i don't think that that should be a common practice Mm. it shouldn't be okay well to get these you're going to have a better chance if you use coins it's like actually i just want to be able to play the game you know yeah you know for somebody for somebody who's casual for example shales shales shouldn't be penalized because he doesn't play the game and has to then you know, and I don't know how you'd feel about this, show, so please interject at any stage. <laughs> but like, if he wants to go and try and get Adriano, he shouldn't be penalised because he's not he doesn't get the time to play the game, therefore he can't get GP. Yeah. So for Shales, the only option might be, oh, actually, I've got to go and dump money into the game, and then there's not even a guarantee you're going to get those yeah, players. Yeah, there's no guarantee. You just see team. You know, I think with the, with 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 Mortal Kombat, I think it's a it's a great system to have because you go, okay, well I can either unlock it right now. Or I can grind through the game and I can actually earn it. Um, granted, they they took, a, they took a couple of stabs at getting the the um, the uh, they took a couple of stabs at getting it right because they've had to release a couple of patches. But they were so reactive on their community feedback mm. that within a day of the thing launching, there was that many people that said to you know to Ed Boon and to Tobias and to just NetherRealm going, this is wrong. They immediately put out a statement going, guys, we've heard your feedback. It's fine. We're going to get this sorted and we're going to compensate you for it. They gave us like 500k's worth of in-game currency. They then said, oh, and actually we're revising this, that and the other with the towers, which was perfect. They're basically the towers of time. Uh, they're, live, they're live towers, essentially. So you have to complete a tower, but the difficulty spike was way too high and the rewards weren't enough. Okay. So they've just come out and gone, okay, we slightly took down the, the difficulty and we've increased the rewards, which everybody's way happier with. Mm. You know, it's reactive. It's it's what we'd want. It's 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 reactive to a point where they've just got you wouldn't even notice if you picked up Mortal Kombat tomorrow. You wouldn't even notice the fact that these these things have happened. Yeah, because it's already just it is like the, the the experience that you're going to get now is already it's more yeah. balanced. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. But just to go back to you, shares like, yeah, what is like. I know you don't obviously have as much time <clears throat> to play games nowadays or whatever, but like, what is the last game that you remember that was non-Pez that you sunk a lot of time in? Into? Um, good shout. Probably, probably Football Manager. I usually pick up that every year and yeah. give it a, a good few seasons. Um, but apart from that, I mean, the obvious ones, I played a bit of, I mean, this year, got the Call of Duty. Um mm-hmm. Pick up the sort of the 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 obvious games, yeah. But um, it's, all the um, big releases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I tend to get that, but as always, I kind of end up with a bit of a, a back catalogue which yeah, I can't yeah. get through. Yeah, and then I find myself when I get some time, it's like where well, I'm just gonna play something I played 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but even like even even as something as you say there is like like Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty mm. is actually a good example of. Of like, com- like it's a good comparison to Pez because obviously, Wes Mortal Kombat is kind of you know it's not a yearly thing. It's they no, have, no, true. you know it's like kind of mm-hmm. when the last one was out a couple of years ago. But like Call of Duty, like is out year on year on year on in. Like there's yeah. there's without fail, and it's like I think that that is a good comparison for for Pez to take, where it's like okay, both games are going to be coming out every year. What does Call of Duty do? Which you know it's not a sports game, but what does it actually do? to retain players and obviously reward players as well even as mm. something as simple or seemingly as simple as the prestige system which yeah no matter if you go on and play call of duty and you get killed a hundred times but you get one kill like even if you're getting absolutely hammered every single <laughs> game 
you're going to get rank you're going to rank up you're going to get better yeah. at the game there's a reward factor to it that yeah if you put in 200 hours into call of duty you are going to be a pretty decent player at the game um now obviously a lot of us wouldn't have 200 hours to put in but <laughs> it's just kind of you know that is something that you're kind of you're kind of thinking to yourself where okay i don't need to be the best player on the team here i can just mm-hmm. go in get a couple of kills chill out play a few games before i go to bed and tomorrow i'll be one step closer to the next level or i'll have my yeah i'll have a better gun unlocked or a, a different scope or whatever absolutely uh, like do you think that you there should be some sort of and obviously we're going to tie this back to pez again but do you mm-hmm. think there should be some sort of like like kind of visible reward not visible reward but visible kind of progression of like within pez where it's like every single thing that you do in pez be it playing master league offline playing with your friends playing an exhibition match like mm-hmm. online against a random playing my club do you think like that that should be all tied building towards the same progression or do yeah. you like that it's kind of like so separated well i was, I was just gonna i was waiting for wes to finish but what he was explaining with with <laughs> with, sorry, with the more well, that's, that's all right with with the mortal combat system it's yeah. just that's kind of how pez shop used to be back in the day yeah, you know? that sounds very similar some, right? some of those items you'd you'd see you could think oh i have to play x amount of exhibition games to to you know unlock this classic team or or whatever it was but you did it and you you it was something to work through you yeah. you Somebody really wanted, and you feel right. I'm going to play. Give me a reason to do all the all, all the different tournaments on there, or, or or whatever. And so, I mean, even bring back Pez Shop. I mean, just yeah. I think every everyone who remembers it, and everyone who 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 experienced it when they were when they're playing the younger, they all want it back. Mm. Um, I'm pretty pretty certain on that. I mean, what they put in there this day and age, I'm not sure because they kind of probably can't afford maybe to put a couple of stadiums you know um, through the unlock maybe i mean maybe bring back the clubhouse i mean i'm sure i'm sure no one would mind that but i mean with a lot of the criticism these days being there's not enough stadiums in the game to 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 launch and have a couple you know tucked away in the in 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 the in the pez shop might you know might might annoy a few people but I think definitely there there should always be something that that you are rewarded for going forward um, for each each game you play. Um, I think Pez Shop would be a good win there. They can just easily bring that back, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure that you know everyone at Konami is, is is smart enough to to figure out what could go in there in this day and age. Um, I'll tell you one thing that could go in there uh, for your, for your uh, and again that's my club centric, but your mm-hmm. your uh, your, your uh, tactical trainings and your management boosts. Right. That would go down a hell of a treat because at the moment the only way you get them is if you open packs. Yeah. And you 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 don't you you, you mm-hmm. can't get them any other way. So you just again you're just encouraging people just yeah. to turn on packs. It'd be great if they just yeah. were actually it could just be a bit of GP that you earn through your games. You can either elect to buy players or you can elect to go and you know train up your managers. I think that'd be a great yeah. idea. So yeah, lads, I think we should probably end it there. I'm just going to ask you both. Obviously, there's one game left in the the Premier League, sitting yeah. on again tonight. With the company's thunderbolt of a shot. Who's gonna? I'm gonna put Wes on the spot first as we end this podcast out. Who's gonna win the title? Well, before tonight, I still thought Liverpool had a a viable opportunity. I thought Leicester was gonna somehow, like Vardy was gonna sneak in and he was gonna create havoc and it was gonna be you know. It, you know their time to to kind of shine really, but I think City City have just got it by the by the scruff of the neck again. Mm. You know if you've got Vincent Company doing that type of Vincent Company thing as we've seen historically, I know we touched on it before we start recording, but Company seems to have a habit of turning up when Man City need him. Mm. Uh, you know there's you know I remember vividly when he scored past Man United and ran off just screaming into the heavens like an absolute madman. And it's like he seems to just pop up. They have these players: Aguero pops up, David Silva pops up, and it's it's they're not they're not a one man team. That they they it used to be very much like oh well Aguero is their main man. It's like you look at it at the moment now. The the man they can't be without is Bernardo Silva. Yeah, he's um, and he's and you know I can't see them slipping up against Brighton. I think Brighton will just kind of be out for the day, yeah. or you know they'll they'll enjoy that, and and you know. As far as kind of Liverpool kind of goes, 
you know you've got you've got to take on wolves who are by no means a walkover especially you know in the in the uh where they're at the league so you know long story short uh, i think man city take it last game okay we remember that and shales what about you um kind of hard to disagree with that i think liverpool probably do have the trickier fixture um i gotta go city i think but saying that, you say that they got Brighton on the last game. They got Brighton, yeah. I mean, I just painfully watched Brighton pick a point up against Arsenal the other day. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're a good side. They're a good side. No, um, I think, yeah, I think City. I think City are the type of side who should have enough about them to, you know, just to, to do Brighton to, to get them over the line. Mm. I mean, if City win their next game and Liverpool win their next game, like City are going to win the league with 98 points and it's Liverpool with 97 as a runner-up. Yeah. I, like, I, like... I saw a stat the other day where basically if Liverpool finished on 97 points, it would have won them the league since 1992. It would have won yeah. them the league every season, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. pretty much. I don't think United ever won the league getting over 90 points or something, they were saying. Like but, whenever they hit yeah. ni- over ninety or ninety or close to ninety, they had the league won like a couple of weeks, yeah. like with a couple yeah. of weeks to go. Mm-hmm. So like this has been one of the, the like it's just uh, I wouldn't like to be like a Liverpool fan over the next couple of days because well yeah they they're, they're on a like, hide into nothing tomorrow yeah they could potentially yeah. just be like out of the Champions League obviously unless they have another miracle similar to to what happened when Stevie G was mm-hmm. on the line. <laughs> to be gone against Barcelona, and then if yeah. they were to lose with ninety-seven points, it would just be. Oh, I mean, we'd have well, to like, where'd, you, where'd you go? Yeah, where'd you go that's from there? Like, like, where do you actually Because City is like... strengthened again, like. Well, yeah, there's yeah. already talks that they're they're uh, they're in advanced talks with Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. Um, who's had a cracking season at Sporting? You know, there's 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 players out there that they can easily bring in and strengthen. And I'll, I'll be honest, I. Uh, you know that's not you know Liverpool. Liverpool will strengthen as well, but how do you how do you g your players up again after you know probably getting knocked out of the Champions League and probably losing the league on the last day? Mm. I, I Klopp's got a hell of a job there. Uh, you know I know keep people him, like oh what? Like... yeah yeah people might look at me and go what do you mean Wes he's got a job? It's like you try gene up a gene up a team after you've come so close and. You know, ninety-seven points is not to be sniffed at either. They've had an incredible run. Um, I just—it's it, just a shame. It's a shame that this season has to come to an end because the, the the fight for the title has been one of the best in recent memory. And then you've got the race to the top four, which has been one of the worst. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because literally nobody no wants, wants to. No, no one wants no. to finish fourth. Everyone's like, no, you take it. No, it's like it's like when you've got to like a dinner party with like the last horrible sandwich on a plate, and you're just like. You, you know, somebody walks into a room and goes, do you want this? No, you have it. No, you have it. No, no, no. I insist you have it. It's like, it's everyone's just trying to hold the door open. Mm. I'm always taking that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> sandwich is a well, sandwich, isn't it? Yeah. A sandwich yeah. is a sandwich, whichever way you put it, especially if it's a Europa League sandwich. Yeah. yeah. You have to get used to that. Being a United fan, it's been painful. Just when you Indeed. start to get a bit of, you start to get a bit of like, hope back in them and then they're like, they just break your heart again. So it's like, well, I've I've got the most painful I've got the most painful couple of weeks because I'm a Villa fan and we're in the playoffs against yeah. West Brom, yeah, and I have a painful couple of weeks ahead. If if he even goes a couple of weeks, we've got we've got the baggies on Saturday and then we've got the baggies on Tuesday, and then we'll know if we're in a playing a final or not. And if well. I, if I choose to turn up to the to the next podcast, you'll even hear me going like, "Yeah, we're sick, we're gonna boss it," <laughs> and then I'll just turn up and just be like, "Yeah, all right, oh, I'm in." Yeah, just leave me alone. You might yeah, I'll just, another, just, might just leave another spa weekend. Yeah, I might, I might need, I might need another week off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads, so we end it there. So I think we've been yeah. talking long enough, anyway. Um, yeah, thanks a million for Shale, to you, Shales, for coming on and having the chat. No problems, um, pleasure to coming on. We'll hopefully get you on another day if you're if you're free or we can. Yeah, always down for it. Yeah, when we get when we get some info on Pace Twenty Twenty, which should be soon enough within the next week yeah. or so. No, yes. So we'll be Definitely. able to discuss some things. Um, yeah. Wes, thanks as usual. Good to have you back. It wasn't the same without you last week. Aww. You know. <laughs> I'll just end it there. It is it is Bank Holiday Monday, so It um, is. Um I'll I'll end it with be nice to you. But uh oh, yeah, I've been the Midnight Kid. I'll let the boys say good luck and themselves and we will see you next week. Yeah, peace out. See you later guys. <laughs>